Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with a gentleman by the name of Mark Malizzi, who is involved all over the place in the Boyertown area community. Mark, welcome to the Be Inspired podcast. Hi, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. And before we get started, what I want to talk to Mark about today primarily, although we could go on for several hours about the many things that he's involved in, but what I want to talk about him uh, with him today is about the two bear fever bears that he had in his garage for a little while, and one has just made his debut at the American Legion. Legion. Yep. Yep. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But just because my audience reaches so many different people from a variety of areas, Mark, can you summarize in a thousand words or less all the many things that you're involved in here in the community? Wow. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, I'll give you from something that started as a simple Bible study group there to being go. into Guinness World Records. In Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, also in the Police American Hall of Fame, and also in the Four Chaplains uh, Military Hall of Fame are all part of the projects that we've done through the community in this region. And the ministry is called Thunder Outreach. It started wow. as a simple outdoor block party um, with our church program called Thunder in the Valley. And then we ended up doing Thunder on the Hill, Thunder on the Mountain. And then finally, <laughs> we just when we did the, the organization of it as a real nonprofit, it just became um, Thunder. Well, it actually is Thunder in the Valley Outreach, and we just shortened it to Thunder Outreach. Fantastic. And when did this all begin, Mark? I mean, it's not that long ago. Actually, in 2005 is when we did the world record event, and wow. 2006 is when it got so big that we actually had to make it its own entity and its own accountability for what it needed to be with a board of directors. And so Thunder it's Outreach so Ministries is its own entity, and it simply takes the faith and love of God in our communities in very many and creative different ways. Yes, and we're talking about multi-ways to come to... A diamond of many facets. There we go. There we go. That's what I love best. You there you know, go. The whole unity factor. Absolutely. Yeah. So you serve also, and I'm currently doing an article for the fire and rescue and uh, EMS people. Um, you also serve as chaplain for those organizations. Is that beyond Thunder Outreach? Well, it's my 
my ordination comes through that program, okay. but it has allowed me to become uh, the chaplain of Boyertown Fire and Rescue Team, where I'm also the vice president of that team, too. And then I'm also what they call one of the regional first responder chaplains. So I serve with fire teams, EMS teams, and police teams through the Berks County region. Well, you're a busy guy. That's all I know. And that's not even your full-time job. No. <laughs> and in fact, one you all, you work as the service manager of Fred Beans Ford? Yes. Is Fred that right? Bean, or Fred collision? Well, no, Fred Beans Ford in Boyertown on Route okay. 100. I'm the service director of the dealership there, and I've been there for over 21 years. Very cool. Um, it is owned by Mr. Fred Beans and also by Mr. Dennis Malloy. And okay. they have seen that the relationships that we've made through the community has also been very amazingly successful for the business because people want to do business with people they, they know. trust. Yep. And, you know, the old statement is people don't care what they know till they know that you care. And right. that's kind of where I've always been raised that way of how can we help and what can we do? And there's, there's a lot of things in our community that can people can help and volunteer and be part of. And that's the neat thing about this region, too. It's just an amazing thing, recognizing what so many people are passionate about and inspired by and are doing just great things. I run into people all the time who just blow me away with all the good things that are going. And we certainly need to talk about that a whole lot. Well, being an artist yourself, you're the kind of person that can look at a huge block of granite <laughs> and in the center of that granite, you see the sculpture. It's in your mind, and yep. you know sometimes you have to hammer out some big chunks, yep. and then you have to get smaller tools, and you have to work on it. Yep. It takes people with that kind of vision a lot of times to work with a team that can see the sculpture inside, and the team will help get it done. They just... They can't visualize it. And it just, that's why we're many different parts of the same community. Exactly. And all it takes yeah. is us working together. Yes. And you compliment me by assuming that I'm an artist. I'm a former English teacher, just so we know. I wouldn't know how to manage paint or crayons or anything like that. But thank you. Anyway, and I love that way of looking at projects because people come to projects with different skills and are able then to offer whatever it is Absolutely. they are able to do. And it seems to me managers such as yourself are skilled in being able to see in people what they are able to offer a particular project. That's skill in and of itself. And, and it, I, it's like a good coach of a football team. Exactly. You know what? You might get somebody playing on a football team that may be trying out for one position, but when you watch him and see how that person uses their skills, you might realize they may be more tailored for another position. Yep. And if we can put stop putting square pegs into round holes and right. find that round peg for the round hole – it makes better for everybody and right. it makes it more productive. And you know, it's all about, I think, decrease, increasing appreciation for all different things and not making judgments about one thing, one talent is better than another. I think a lot of that has to do with a mental, mental judgment that we don't need. We all have special gifts. Yep. But if you assume that every person can do everything the same way, you're setting yourself and the other person up for failure. Yep. You have to look at, that's why there's so many different colors in the rainbow. 
There's so many different flowers in the garden. Yeah. And you have to look at what they are and find out what they do best. Yeah, and there's always the, the, the I don't know, the uh, the story about, on the same point, the story about, you know, if you're looking at a bunny rabbit to fly, he will feel terrible for the rest of his life because he can't. No. Right? right? And if you ask a bird to do some digging, you know, he will be... He will be... They're not equipped for that. No, not equipped for that. But let's get to the bears now. The bears. The bears. bears. Well, interesting that Thunder Outreach started in 2005, 2006, which is exactly when the Bear Fever Project... Yes, yes it did. ...began. So we share an anniversary. I really like that. But you had contacted me a number of years ago, actually, to order two bears, and um, one for the Salvation Army and one for the American Legion. Yep. The American Legion bear, the honor bear, was just installed. Yep. Is that correct? No. Now, I'm fascinated because when you when you made your purchase of the bears, you wanted to make certain changes that would have cost so much money at the fabricators. Yep. And because you have those skills in working with fire, fiberglass, okay, you said, ah, I'll take it on. I'll see what sure. I can do with it. Why I have, not? I have two, you know, two or three minutes a day that I'm not doing something. <laughs> Why not take on a huge fiberglass bear and try to customize it into something else? Well, let's talk about the mission of the bear first of all, and then I really want to know about the process of turning it into what it became. So when we talked about placing the bear at the American Legion, now we already have a military bear over at Fairview Cemetery, and that's GI Joe bear. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't want to just do another version right. of that. So because the American Legion represents all branches of the military, we're like, what kind of bear would represent all branches? And as we're sitting there and saying, the soldier that we know of that represents all branches is the soldier that stands at the tomb of the unknown soldier. In Arlington, in Arlington Cemetery. Cemetery. And they walk the post 24 hours a day, mm. 365 days a year, rain, snow, sleet, hail, whatever it is. They've never missed it. Even with hurricanes, presidents actually told them they did not have to walk a post because a hurricane's coming. They, they refused to leave the post. Right. They've never not walked the post since it started. And if you do any research about their job... Oh man! Fascinating, the details. Fascinating the training. Yep. Fascinating what they go through. The commitment. Yes, it's incredible. It's a lifelong. It's a lifelong commitment. Yep. So part of what we were doing over at the Legion was we were actually looking at building a memorial garden, uh, an honor, an honor to veterans. We were with the bricks. So where you can purchase a brick, a small one or a big one, and have a veteran's name put on it. But then we didn't want to just do veterans that passed away because we wanted to honor all veterans. Mm-hmm. So that's, instead of calling it a memorial, it's more of a veterans, it's a veterans honor garden kind of thing. Nice. So if you have a friend or family, um, or if you were in the military, anybody like that, you're able to buy a brick and put it in there. Matter of fact, I have one for myself because I was in the Army Corps of Engineers. And my dad, who was in World War II, and my grandfather, who was in World War I. So all three of our bricks are together in there. So that was part of what it is. And before you go on, where can people do that? Purchase a so brick. So you can actually go to the American Legion and pick up a flyer there. Or you can go right on the website, which is BoyertownAmericanLegion.com. And you can download it. And then we just ask that you mail it in with a check. Sounds good. Um, that way you can. It's very simple. It tells you how to write it out. 
and doesn't it doesn't have to even be local. We have people that their their father lived in California, and we have his brick no kidding because it's it's just still a way it's to, to honor. honor. That's it. Yep. Yep. I love um, it. It's something that my kids hopefully in years from now when I'm not here mm-hmm. will go over there and maybe my grandkids will they'll see and it's still there. Very good. All right. Now let's talk about the process. So, so, so well, the bear was then part of the vision of this. So at that point, we needed to put it. We were going to put a new American flagpole in. So we now installed a 60-foot professional-grade American flagpole in there. Um, that those the flags that are on the flagpole right now are actually the flags that you see draped over the coffins for veterans. So if a veteran passes on and they get their flag folded and handed to them, their family can give us that flag and we will fly that flag for 30 days over the American Legion to honor that veteran and family. No kidding. Yes. So this is something that's been done at a bunch of different American Legions and one place has gone for like 380 months straight having a veteran's flag over. So, okay, so now we got the American flag pull up. We got the lights out there. We got the bricks. Part of doing the bricks was actually an Eagle Scout project. Uh, okay. Ryan Desimone Great. came over and helped do that. So him and, and the whole team come over and helped us do that. Uh, we had Justin Connick, who's very yep. known. He came over with his skills and actually helped us really lay out a nice product. So while that was being done, we now knew where the bear was going to stand. Mm-hmm. Because the theme behind this is we wanted him to be on guard of the memorial guard okay so to do that we had to give him the look of the bear uh, the look of the soldier that stands down at Arlington which means he has a hat he has the blacked out glasses he has a rifle now of course we're not going to put a a real rifle out there so the rifle that we made we made out of a two by four and we stained it and then we took a piece of pipe to make it look like it has a barrel but so you know we made it that way because we never would want to put anything out there somebody could steal or take right that could hurt somebody but of course that required us to then take this the fiberglass bear and we had to cut out pieces of the bear because of the way the claws and the yep. claws are we had to spin the hands around yep. we had to fill that in with fiberglass where we used actual uh, a metal wire net yep. that you can yep. Re- yep. Same, yep. Thing, same thing i would use to repair a corvette or any other fiberglass boat or something I'm, like that that's what i want to know so this is we're using the same technology <laughs> i mean fiberglass is fiberglass yeah so we would take it and we would put that in and i have pictures of all that that i'll oh be please able to send, yes yeah. send those to me yes, yes. that'd be You'd great be able to see you can put on here yep um, so once we positioned the hand the way it was, we got that right. Then we realized, well, he can't have bare feet because, <laughs> unfortunately, being a soldier, he has to have polished black boots. Yeah. So then, of course, we had to take that and custom the feet and make that filled in. So then the hat. So, so, oh, oh. How we well, originally, we, so we went to the Army-Navy store in Pottstown. Uh-huh. And we bought two old military real Army hats. Yeah. And we took them, and when we got home, we took the fiberglass rosin, and we actually coated the hats with the fiberglass rosin. And then once the hat hardened, we took it with a bandsaw and cut it in half because of the way the beer, the bear's ears go up. Okay. Um, it, it had to sit in ahead of the, the ears and behind the ears. Gotcha. Um, and... Gotcha. That is uh, just to kind of give you an idea... 
So once we applied gotcha. the hat onto the head, we were able to screw it fast uh-huh. and get it positioned correctly and then use fiberglass matting and then, again, rosin, just like fixing, again, a Corvette. So then we made a hat, <laughs> but we made the hat about four inches longer right. because of the scale of the head. But that is actually a real yeah. Army officer's hat that's wow. on his head. Um we worked with Graber Lettering to do uh-huh. all the artwork, and yep. we showed him the pictures yep. and everything. The only thing that I'll tell you, and this is a secret, <laughs> so don't tell anybody. Shh. <laughs> the, right. The soldier stripe. There's three sergeant stripes on this bear's arm. Yes. Which is what I was in the military. Oh. So if you want to know what came from me personally, really? he's wearing my stripes I on his shoulder. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Just kind of a little, a little something. Yeah, you know, you got a, it's a little signature kind of thing that, from the artist. Absolutely. Right. I love that. That's but great. He has the honor badge on the chest. Okay. And instead of it saying honor guard on his shoulder, it actually says honor bear. Because, again, we do not want to disrespect right. in any way, shape, or form right. the true meaning of who the honor guard is. Right. But we wanted to give it as close a representation that's as perfect. we could. Yeah, that's so perfect. It was, You're obviously very proud of this bear. You know what? Me and him spent a lot of hours together. <laughs> We've had some pretty <laughs> interesting my, conversations, That too. was my next question. How many hours do you think? Oh, I have personally at least 50 hours of custom work. In the bear, and you were able to work with fiberglass. You did the fiberglass work. Yep, yep. I like you did with the Corvettes. That's it. It's the same product, just you know, I can't drive him. I had to stand him up. I love it. A couple different layers. You put the you put the the mesh netting on there to set up a framework. Right. Then you put the fiberglass cloth and rosin on it, and you put three or four layers of that on there to give you the thickness and the stability and a lot of sanding and then body filling that you would do like on a car and then primering. And then we also had to make his jacket. So we made a jacket um, out of what well, we same thing we would use for automotive repairs um, <laughs> and to give it a nice smooth finish so that he has a collar and everything um, yep. for them to be able to paint and look nice on it. So yep. we did it. And th- add the texture. Right. We wanted to give it so that the bear's face and the bear's mane hair all looked rough. Yep. But everything else looked very polished really and smooth, smooth like a soldier. That's fantastic. Now, I, this is a secret, too, You might we might want to keep. You know, there are cow painters right now, the fabricators of the yep. bear fever yep. bears. Are, they have staffing issues and supply chain issues, and they are no longer, at least for right now, customizing bears like we had done in the past. Sure. They just refuse to do that um, because they don't have the staffing. Oh, my God. It's a lot. Now, we can, now I can send people to you. No. <laughs> just had to clear that up. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, I, I'm doing the one because I'm on the board of directors. <laughs> And the chaplain for the the, South, the American Legion, mm-hmm. and because I'm also uh, the chairman and the executive director for the Salvation Army in Boyertown, I made a promise to them that I would do those two bears. But you're then you're retired. Two, you're getting two bears from me, and then I'm and then you're retiring. I'm retiring. Yes. But perhaps you'll be available for consulting. Absolutely, I would be <laughs> glad to instruct somebody on how to do it and send pictures. Definitely, that sounds fantastic. So now let's talk about the Salvation Army bear that is probably in your garage right now yes okay is he in any way begun yes oh yes um i actually started on him but we determined we wanted to get the honor bear done first yeah because we actually put the honor bear 
on display or at 9 a.m. on 9-11-22. So he now stands guard 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, you know, seven days a week, just like the honor guard stands down there. So I wanted to get that done for the 9-11. Right. So that is now done, and he is standing guard at the American Legion in Boyertown on Walker Drive. People can stop by and look at it. We have people that walked up, hugged us, and were crying when they saw the professionalism of how the whole garden has started to really look. And I tell you what, 9-11, it really touches me. I was teaching at the time, and it was probably, I felt, the day after 9-11, I felt was probably the, one of the most important days in my whole teaching career to help those kids, those high school kids, process what happened. Our but lives were when, never the same. Exactly. Anyway, but when the photograph of the honor bearer that you sent me that morning on 9-11, that was another moment for me to take me all the way back and appreciate what you had done and how you had done that. Honor. It was even even raining that day, and and Jeff Graber from Graber Lettering came over with me, and we took him up. He goes, "Well, don't you want to wait for a better day?" I go, "Nope." Nope. He starts today. Yeah. And this is this is one of those things where we now know in writing what day he started, and it's something that's never been forgotten about. I just love it. I just love it. But thank you so much. Is it's more than just a piece of fiberglass? Every one of the bears in our community have its own story that's we wanted right. to make sure this one had a story that properly represented what he's doing that's right that's right and for anyone who is new to the bear fever project you can find those stories on the website bearfever.org which is hosted by media fusion technologies here in Boyertown. They develop the website for us. They keep it current for us whenever I get around to sending the news stories about the new bears and so forth. But I just want to thank Media Fusion Technologies always for helping us tell the story of the Bear Fever Bears. And you're right. They all have their own stories. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They are. Yeah, they are. And I love what people have done with them throughout the years, you know, taking photos of their kindergartner and then the next year as a first grader at the same bear. There you go. I mean, and it shows their growing up and their his well, lots of things have happened with that particular project. And I knew people would like the project, but I had no idea how much they would. Oh yeah. 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 Now Paul, my husband, mm-hmm. uh, with whom this project originated, um, figured that the community could support between 40 and 60 bears. We're now at like 84 or something like that when yours are when yours are all finished. And go. we have a couple of others in the pipeline right yep. now. But bear fever apparently has no cure, nope. and we're not looking for one. Nope. Now, talk about the Salvation Army bear. Now, how long do we have Keep to... Keep going. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, because Salvation <laughs> Army bear becomes a personal bear. Um, Salvation Army Bear is one of those things where now that I've been able to be part of the Salvation Army, as far as on the executive team and really see what happens there, it's not just Boyertown that the Salvation Army Corps handles. It's actually 15 zip codes 
35,000 homes that our Boyertown core actually look at. Almost to Reading, uh, pretty much to Pottstown, uh, this side of Pottstown, down to Limerick, and then up above Hereford. So if you think of that whole area, um, right now they're feeding 600 meals per week is what's wow. happening through that particular Salvation Army Corps. Now, are they doing those meals at the location? Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. So volunteers and everybody that's part of it. Um, and they we've even renamed the church that's inside the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. We've changed the name of the church to Victory Chapel. So we want people on that property to understand through faith that they can come from a hard position in their life and that they can get through it. Victory. And, you know, a lot of the people that come through the food line and stuff like that are people just like you and me that somebody made a decision and a business got closed or something happened, and now they find themselves with a whole group of family that they need food. They, they never thought they would be in this position. So part of the bear that's going to be there is we call the prayer bear. Okay. But he's praying for the community. We want him to understand that that's the whole part of what that Salvation Army is. Every day that they are there, and that bear is going to stand there every day, praying for the community, looking out for the community, and just caring for the community. So that's where the heart of where this bear is more than just a fiberglass replica of a statue of something like that. This bear is really more personal because it really emphasizes what the heart of the Salvation Army's core does for our communities. In emergency situations, how they're out there with first responders, right. we have an emergency response vehicle that is like a lunch truck that goes right. out and feed first responders. So there's so many different pieces. And that's the funny thing is when you walk in the front door of the Salvation Army, we have a big placard that's on there that says all the different things that happen. And the first things that people say is, I didn't know. Wow. And that's all we're trying to do is educate people on it's more than just a building and that we're trying to do things outside the building that people can see and ask questions. You know, why does the bear have this? And then during the year, you may see different things next to the bear. You may see the red kettle standing next to the bear sometimes. Right. For, you right. may see something else, different events. So the bear is going to be an outward representation of what's happening Inside. inside. Very, very good. Very good. And you're looking forward once again to doing fiberglass additions? Yeah, we're going to put a Bible in his hand. Okay. Um, because, you know, everything that the Salvation Army does is based on the Word of God. And in the whole, and, and everything that we're taught by disciples and, and to love God and love our neighbors. And, and the basics of those themes is really everything. So we wanted to show that his representation is going to be there is founded on the Word of God. Um, It's not so much um, the differences in our community. Well, yeah, that's the thing that unites our community. That's one of the things I wanted to ask because, you know, there may be folks in the community who are not Christian, who are not Jewish, who do not use the Holy Bible to be their Bible. And hopefully, hopefully there will be somehow some representation that all, that all people that all people of faith, whatever faith they are, can can participate. Well, this is where me being a, a military cha- or being a chaplain, yeah, with military background and with first responder, I can also be deemed as a divine instigator. <laughs> this is where, there you go. Right? Um, in, in, in that aspect of what it is, is this is where I challenge 
the members of our community that have faith and they're taught by their pastors to do different things to, to love and to honor people in our community. But the question is, where does the rubber meet the road? Where are we helping the people in need? How are we seeing? Right now, with ever since COVID hit, it's gotten way worse of families in need. Right. One of the things that I've seen is the volunteers at the Salvation Army are actually from many different churches in the region. This becomes the place where they learn about things in their churches, but here they put it into in action. action. And that's kind of the thing that's always impressed me is where it's always been about really being real with people and just loving on the people. Yes. And and that's that's really what that's changes what it's people's about. lives. Yeah. Right. That's what it's about. Mark we could go on for another hour. Well, I'm sure you'll have me back. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you're absolutely right about that. So, but I do want to thank you today for spending this time with us here on the Be Inspired podcast, telling us a little bit more about these bear fever bears that you are, that you, that you have taken on as your project. Thank you so much from the Bear Fever Project. Thank you so much from the community at large for all the many wonderful, inspiring things you do. Thank you, too. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.